Welcome to Life Expressions. I'm your host, Chari Hineti Elon. Today, you've got to be ready to learn a lot about digital marketing because I am blessed to have with me as guest a digital marketing professional. She is no other than Hannah Tubani, a marketing manager at a flexible packaging and equipment company. She holds a master's degree in management from UBC and specializes in B2B or business-to-business -business digital marketing from search engine marketing to social media to budgeting and reporting. So glad to have you here on Life Expressions, Hannah. Welcome. Thank you so much. How are you today? Today I'm great. So far, so good. That's good to know. So Hannah, can you share with us your journey, how you got started in the field of digital marketing? Sure. So interesting, probably not the most conventional pathway into digital marketing. I originally wanted to be a doctor and I went to school in my bachelor's degree. I went into microbiology and immunology. So I was very science-based. After I finished my undergrad, I did a master of management just because I was super interested in business in general, and I have been for a really long time. And then throughout, I had these thoughts about when I'm a doctor, I will start my own business or I'll need it to run my clinic. So I ended up finishing my master's degree. I didn't quite into, get into medical school yet. And then I decided, okay, I've got one year off. I'll just take a job anywhere. I'll do anything. So I landed a job at a, a packaging company doing customer service. Very, very, very shortly after I transitioned into marketing, one, because I was bothering my supervisor with how much I was telling him I needed more tasks and I needed uh, more projects and, and I was taking things on. And so they decided that it would be helpful to build in marketing to my role because our company didn't have a developed marketing team. So I built out our department or I helped build it out. At that time, it was fully outsourced. Eventually, we developed the plan to bring it in-house. And that's kind of how I got into marketing in the very beginning. Okay. So how did you learn to be good in marketing? Because it, it did not just happen like, okay, I will take on this task and then you got into it, but you got good into it. So how did you do that? That's a great question. So... One of the things that happened when I first started transitioning into marketing was my supervisor was kind enough to put me through a course in what's called search engine marketing. So that's everything from pay-per-click advertising, so Google ads, up to search engine marketing, or sorry, search engine optimization, which is how you rank in Google. So I did a 10-week course through that. Since then, I've also been doing a number of certifications. So I've done certifications through Meta, through Google, through HubSpot, just continuously learning and then developing my knowledge as I go, both through reading blogs and articles and doing it in practice. Okay. So did you already forget about your goal to be in the medical practice or you're going back to that once you have found your way back? That's a good question as well. Um, I think what I decided and what I discovered through this new path that I didn't originally consider is how much I would actually fall in love with it. Some of the things that I really like about marketing is the lifestyle is great. I, there's so much flexibility. There's a lot of things that I can learn on a daily basis on, on my terms. I really love the company that I'm working with and the people who I'm working with. And I ended up just falling in love with marketing as a whole just because it it has that sense of strategy and it really keeps me mentally engaged and it's kind of this 
this big section that I had never considered before that's kind of at the center of, of art and science and human psychology. And I found so much engagement in that. Will I ever go back to medicine? It's possible. For the time being, I'm really devoted to marketing and I'm really interested in my career now and I'm not really looking for a, a lifestyle shift. Yeah, that's good to know that you find it rewarding and very engaging. But what are the most rewarding experiences you've had so far in this industry? That's a good question. So most rewarding, I think, comes when you get into higher positions in a marketing manager level role, at least for me in terms of what I've really enjoyed. I think that when you're building out new projects and you're accomplishing things that weren't in the company previously, for example, you're building a new department or you're putting out a new product or service, or you've got something, you've got a new hire on the team, and you can say that you you changed the business for the better, and you can see the fruits of your labor and how you can make a really strong impact. I think those have been the most rewarding moments of my career. Wow. And you have done a lot of those. <laughs> I'd like to think so over the time. We've we've done a few interesting launches. We're launching a new website soon, which has been a, a huge amount of work in the last couple of months. We've started new new products and design services. And I think it's been an interesting experience to be able to build out the marketing department as we've as we've grown. Yeah. If your experiences were rewarding, should also be able to say that it has been challenging. Yeah, for sure. I think. There are a lot of unique challenges when it comes to marketing, especially when you're working with smaller teams, mm -hmm. rather small companies or small marketing teams. Some of the really big challenges come around when you realize that you're the only person there who knows this topic. So in a really, really large organization, you might have dozens of people who you can learn from, who can mentor you, you can discover the best practices, and you can kind of build your knowledge based on what other people have. When you are the one person who knows that thing really well, you are the marketing manager, you are the social ma media manager, you are the person in marketing. It becomes the situation where every challenge that comes, comes your way, whether you know it or you don't. So we had a situation last year where we've got this major web issue. I'm not a web developer. I don't know anything about um, coding, but it fell on my plate and this is my problem to solve. We ended up getting through that. We solved the problem, but it's like that every single time where you're learning new things constantly. You're being challenged. You've got things on your plate that you wouldn't have expected. Yeah. And you just kind of have to keep learning on the fly. And that's at times really challenging when you're strapped for resources. You So you've said you've just to keep on learning on the fly. How do you keep on learning? How do you make sure that you're always up to date with the trends and be on top of the situation of every challenge? Oh, yeah. Being on top of trends is a really big thing in marketing. It's hard because things are always changing. People who work in SEO or search engine optimization know that the platforms like Google and, and Bing, they're always changing their algorithms. They're changing the way that people search or the results that people see. And you need to be able to keep track of how the markets are changing, how advertising changes. One of the things that I do, I am subscribed to a whole bunch of industry new newsletters um, like Search Engine Land, Search Engine Journal, or um, the HubSpot Journal or, or TLDR Marketing, anything like that. 
I'm probably both on their social media page and I've got emails from them coming into my inbox every day. Um, those are, in my opinion, the best ways that I can keep track of what's going on. It's a summary of the industry um, for emerging trends or for things that are happening or for big news events that can really impact my job on a day-to-day -day basis. So mean to say you've got to read constantly and make sure that, okay, those emails that get to your inbox should be touched and updated and read and you practice those uh, updates as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really big part of it. Yeah. So Hannah, could you highlight some of the significant trends or digital marketing updates and strategies that have recently emerged? Yeah, it's funny because there was a recent uh, conference from Google and somebody made a joke video that all they talked about was just AI and AI and AI. I think that really is the biggest trend in marketing right now, not only from a a usability perspective, the fact that everyone's using AI for generating ideas and generating articles and posts, but just how it changes the workflows, how it, you can utilize it to personalize content, how you can use it in the workplace and in a variety of ways. And that really impacts marketing because marketers all over the world are using it to create content, to personalize content, and to create better strategies for producing marketing for an individual. Um, so AI is probably the biggest thing right now. Other than that, it's coming up with the evolving and emerging social media platforms. Threads is new. X is evolving into something else. And we just need to keep watch of those, see where they go, see if those are things that we want to take our companies through or we don't. It's going to be company specific, but those are the types of things that we kind of keep track of on a, on a daily basis. Yes. And you've said that AI is basically it and the biggest thing that has uh, changed or shall I say updated as in not just in marketing, but perhaps in all the things that we do in business. AI is always going to be what how we utilize it. I think that there are great things that are coming about from AI. There's increased productivity. There's way better ways of brainstorming. There's new technologies that make people's lives easier for their day-to-day -day jobs and people's experiences better as they search for products or they search for, for anything. And there are going to be negative things that come out with AI as well. For example, there are companies who've got all these controversies on how they've taken down content that has misleading information. We've got biases from AI that are depicting certain people or certain cultures in certain ways. There's um, just things that we need to keep in mind when we're using AI, especially people who are using AI as a shortcut, it can create really negative impacts as you're putting out information, especially as it's not verified. So it's all coming down to how you're utilizing the AI, how you're utilizing the technology and making sure that we have the, the measures in place to make sure that we're being responsible with our use of it. Yeah, very well said. I totally agree with you on that. Many of us have taken advantage of the benefits of using AI and making our lives easier, how we utilize it. But let's go back to digital marketing. Why do you think this is so crucial in today's business landscape? Sure. So digital, digital marketing as a whole, when you're considering why it's so important, one of the things that comes to mind for me is the buyer's journey. 
the buyer's journey is how people find products, how people look for services in this day and age. Realistically, most people, if you're looking for a product or a service, you have a problem, you, you need, I don't know, 10 issues. What are you going to do? You're going to Google search 10 issues. You're going to look on social media for people who have 10 issues. You're going to go online primarily first, especially if you've got a young generation coming up who has, hasn't really seen the world without this digitization. So looking at the buyer's journey, it's how people are most often finding products these days. When you consider that, you can have the best product in the whole world. It can be the perfect solution. But if people can't find your solution, you're losing out on, on your brand awareness and your sales. You're not able to get your product to the people who need it. So why is digital marketing so crucial is it bridges the gap between people and your product. It gives you that brand awareness and it allows you to fit into the buyer's journey and be where people are looking for you. Yeah. And there are many competitions. How do you get in front of these people? How do you make sure that your content resonates with the audience? That's a good question. So how do you make sure that your content resonates? It's going to come down to how well you know your target audience, how well you know the the problem and the, the solution that you have and how that fixes that problem making sure that you are in the place where your target audience is. Um, if, if they're on certain platforms, you should be on those platforms. If they are interested in certain things that you can know from your research of your market, you should be speaking to those things and have that content that you're producing specific to the people who you're producing it for. Um, if you're in the right place, um, or in the right places that they're looking for or that they hang out. And if you're producing content that resonates with them and the problem that they're having, that's kind of how you get in front of them, gain their attention when there are 10,000 other companies who are screaming for for more attention. Exactly. That is why it is very challenging and shall I say very difficult to make sure that your content is out there and interesting enough and you're providing solutions to the problems or issues or uh, questions that people are asking for. Like, How about those who would want to get into the business of digital marketing or just putting out their brand out there? How do you advise them to start their marketing journey? So if you're, for example, a startup getting into marketing, maybe you're a small company like the one that I was working at that didn't have a developed marketing department. I think that one of the things that you need to keep in mind is what your actual goals are and start first with the end in mind of where you want to get to. Figuring out what your goals are, if it's brand awareness, if it's lead generation, if it's eventual customer revenue, you can utilize that to build your strategies, build your tech stack or the platforms that you're using to get there and, and build everything around your final goal to make sure that you have all of the technology that you need in place, that you have the budget that's realistic for your goals and that you're moving in a strategy that's going to get you to your goal at the end. So if you're getting into marketing, it's just making sure that you have that expertise and you know which direction that you're going. Otherwise, you're going to start up just doing anything and it's not going to be as effective or as fruitful as you want because you're just kind of throwing things out there. 
Yeah, I totally agree with that. And so it is, you have mentioned, begin with the end in mind, know your goals, know what you want to do and which direction you want to take. But are there resources or tools that you could recommend for beginners? For sure. So if you're looking to to enhance your knowledge of digital marketing and maybe you don't want to go through a big expensive course, one of the good things about marketing is a very extensive education isn't necessarily required. Sometimes it's helpful, but it's not always needed. Um, there are some resources that you can get very, very inexpensive or free certifications and knowledge from. For example, you've got Meta who has um, certifications. You've got Google and the, the digital garage that has a lot to do with digital marketing and learning what that's all about. HubSpot and SEMrush have a lot of really great courses around marketing, as well as Coursera, which you can get an inexpensive certification for, or LinkedIn Learning. So any of those things, you can kind of pick up skills, pick up information. I've kind of done a little bit of all of them um, to gain different perspectives on digital marketing. And then I'd say as well, um, reading, uh, getting into books. So some of the ones that I've read in the last year related to marketing, Start With Why, Made to Stick, Blue Ocean Strategy, Building a Story Brand, um, This Is Marketing, a lot of the Seth Godin books. Those are all really great resources to get you in the mindset of how marketers think and how organizations run so that you can get yourself mentally aligned with things as you're on the job. Wow, that's wonderful, Hannah. Those are great resources. I hope that our viewers, our listeners took notes <laughs> and, well, they can replay this just so that they could get hold of those resources and books and listen and get those certifications for free. That's the key word, not necessarily expensive, but if you've got the time and the energy and the willingness to learn, you'll be able to do that. Hannah, for those who are really wanting to get into marketing, what are your, shall I say, top three to five tips to get into marketing? Getting into marketing. I'll tell you a brief story about yes. recently I was in a coffee shop with a hiring manager at the, co the company Coca-Cola. And he was talking about how he had gone through a hiring process with his supervisor and they were trying to get in a marketer. They specifically wanted a social media marketer and they had two candidates, one who looked amazing on paper. They had all the credentials, all of the experience that you need. The other one wasn't as strong. They didn't have all the years of experience that the first person did, but they had a social media platform that had 100,000 followers. Wow. You can guess who they picked. <laughs> um, he was saying that he thought, oh, well, I should definitely pick the one on paper. They have years of experience and they know what they're doing. And given their credentials, they'll be able to do the job. His supervisor said, no, we're going with the second one. Why? Because when you have 100,000 followers, you've proven, you understand how content works. You understand how to captivate an audience. You've proven that you can create good content, beautiful videos, good uh, composition of those elements, that you can follow a consistent posting schedule, that you can go through the process from beginning to end, that you have good principles in marketing. So it's not about at that stage having everything on paper. It's you've proven this, you have seen what this person can do. And if they can do it for themselves, 
they can do it for your company. So if you don't have many years of experience, I'd say tip one is work on your personal brand. Put out content. Even if you don't have a lot of followers, you can still show that you have very nice um, video editing quality. You can catch an effective hook that you can produce content that people want to see that the company might want to utilize. So that's tip one. Um, tip two, I think, is just making sure as you're moving into marketing that you're learning as much as you can, that you're reading, that you're absorbing, that you're getting into industry news, that you're learning everything that you can related to um, the like the certifications and the knowledge behind it. Because if you know that you've got a good foundation in marketing theory, that you've at least got a, something to work with as you're moving into the experience. And the third thing that I would say is pick a niche that is relevant to you if you can. So if you've worked a lot in healthcare, then it would make sense to build your brand or work in marketing related to healthcare. Or if you're in nutrition, or if you're in in you were you've worked in the back end of a lot of sports companies you understand how sports works what the fans are like what the fans are looking for you can utilize that as you're getting into marketing because you can justify i've worked in this industry i know what these people like i've been um, in that space and i can justify it so working within your niche is also something that you can utilize to to get into marketing and just think about how that customer base works um you can build content from that yeah wow those are amazing tips and in digital marketing numbers don't lie you just ask your number of followers engagement etc and there you would really see how effective the digital marketing or the content was correct exactly yeah i think yeah keeping key performance indicators in mind, seeing how the numbers go, like that is the way that you can prove if you're doing well or not. Correct. Yes. And so Hannah, especially in digital marketing, social media is also an important component. What do you think is the most effective and shall I say also efficient a platform for businesses? That's going to very much depend on the business. So yeah. if you're a for example, B2B or business to business, you're selling to other businesses. One of the good platforms to be on is something like LinkedIn, where people are very career focused. People are working within their businesses. You can target specific positions and work through it that way. If you're a B2C, then you might not want to be on LinkedIn because that's not where people are going to buy products. Related to any of the other social media platforms, it's going to depend on who you're targeting and what their, their ages, what their interests are. So for example, you've got maybe an older uh, audience, maybe you're gonna look at Facebook. If you're looking to target uh, something really new and hip and young and trendy, you might go for something like TikTok, which is more about brand awareness. Um, and then Instagram, which does convert a little bit better than TikTok and um, has a little bit of a younger audience than something like Facebook. So just sum up all of that information as the social media platform that's going to be the most effective is going to depend on who your business is targeting and what industry that you're in. Yeah, that's great. So for any business, how do they make the most out of their presence in social media? I think 
when you're, I think it comes down to being present, being active, um, engaging with your audience. I see a lot of companies, for example, on, on Instagram, they post pictures on why they're so great. And here's my product and here's what it does. And look at all these features where people don't go on Instagram to look at advertisements or to look at companies. They go there to switch their brains off, to have a little bit of fun, to engage and to interact. If you're there as a company putting out relatable content and having high quality content, good um, things that people want to see or that people are entertained by or that have a really good hook to it that keep people engaged, um, I think that that's going to be part of what really allows you to utilize that space. And then interacting with people while you're there, answering comments, answering messages, commenting on people's posts that are kind of within the same industry or realm is a great way to get yourself out there and to engage with the people who are there to, to chat with you. Yeah. Hannah, in our conversation, you sound so knowledgeable and so passionate at what you do. How do you keep yourself inspired and motivated? So I'm a I'm a very career-focused person. When I think of motivation, I think a lot about how my career is going to grow and, and how I can move up. So marketing is a field specifically where it's a great way that you can kind of move up to different levels. So I've come from an independent contributor role to a management role. I really look up to becoming a director level, VP level, CMO level role, and the continuous learning that is involved with that, all of the things related to organizational structure and, and leadership that I'll be able to pick up, as well as like being more in depth with digital marketing as a whole. I think that kind of career trajectory is something that really, really motivates me. I think the other thing is being able to see my accomplishments and um, kind of lo both looking back on what I have done, saying that was really great. What can I do next? And then having that that set of things to do in the future, knowing that I'm going to accomplish X, Y, Z things, and how much impact things have already made and how much impact what I'm going to do in the future is going to make is something that drives me as well to know that I can make real change. I can make things, I can create value. I can make this organization a better place by being here. And I think that that for me is really motivating. Wow. That's wonderful. Finally, your advice to those who would like to excel in their career, especially in marketing. I think that if you want to excel in marketing, it's going to be keeping up with industry trends. It's going to be keeping up with your knowledge as you keep going. Like any job, you never stop learning. You always are learning new things, whether it's on the job, whether you're learning it outside and you're working on your skills, whether you're building your personal brand and you're learning through that way. I think it all just comes back to continuous learning, continuously developing your skills um, and, and working on you as a marketer, being able to reflect on things that maybe as a marketer, I'm not as strong in things that I want to develop in. Um, because there's an endless amount of things that you can learn. There's an endless amount of things that you can develop. So it's reflecting on what you already know, reflecting on being really self-aware on where you need to grow, and then putting in that effort into those areas to make sure that you can be the best marketer that you can be.
Oh, that's wonderful. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, Hannah. Your advice, your tips are very helpful. And don't forget that the power to affect your future lies within your mind and your heart. And anything that you do makes a difference. Believe it, because it's true. I'm your host, Chari Hineri Elon. Till next time, here on Life Expressions. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share life expressions and post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. Or better yet, visit lifeexpressions.co and click support.